Greetings, colleagues and friends. Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant. And y'all today, I just want to say thank you so much. We have surpassed 6,000 downloads on the podcast. We have over a thousand YouTube subscribers. We have thousands of people on our mailing list. Just from starting off in May of 2020, trying to help folks get through the COVID pandemic with some EMDR tips and tools. And it's really just evolved from there. So I'm so grateful that you have allowed me to be a voice that you listen to. And this is not something I take lightly, right? Like like many of you, I have listened to voices as a kid, coming up as a young therapist, coming up in my EMDR training, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I have listened to so many people and I have not done that intentionally, right? I have, I have not made an intentional decision with the voices I have let into my head, into my heart. And I imagine that myself, like many of you, might have grown up with a voice or a message, someone we listened to, that said something like this. Who do you think you are? (laughs) You know, something like you're too big for your britches. And while there was likely a positive intention in that message, it can leave a lasting impact on us, doesn't it? It leaves a lasting impact on us as therapists who are trying to use our voice to heal the world, to help others find their voices. It can leave an impact on us as teachers trying to spread information to help others transform in a positive and important way. And this has really got me thinking that we can no longer hold the belief of who do you think you are in the way that it might have been given to us. Because we cannot exist as a therapist or a teacher having listened to this voice and choosing to continue to listen to this voice. You know, as therapists, when we work with our clients, we oftentimes ask them to think about who they've listened to, right? Y'all know that I've talked a lot about how EMDR processing is like unlearning, right? It's, it's the things we've learned from people <laughs> a lot of us had to unlearn kind of just a BS curriculum from really bad teachers who got really bad curriculum from their really bad teachers, right? I mean, I'm talking about generational trauma here, right? A lot of us have had to unlearn those things. We have to walk our clients through unlearning those things and actually choosing intentionally what curriculum we're going to listen to now, what messages we are going to adopt now that we have choices, right? There is this idea in the therapy community, in the healing profession world, especially the EMDR community, that you are supposed to wait your turn, wait your time. Who do you think you are? You're too young. You've only been licensed for two, one year. You've only been licensed for five years. You've only been licensed for 10 years. You've only been licensed for 20 years, right? It's, it's this message that's given to us. And we listen to this, you guys. We listen to this, these messages from people. And today, I hope that what you can take away from the episode is that you have a choice now about who you listen to. And 
what you choose to take in from those voices is literally going to shape your entire life, your entire career. And if you are somebody like me who has been told, who do you think you are? Wait your turn. You're too young. It's not your time. I want to invite you to join me in challenging that and maybe even getting rid of it, right? Because we know that we cannot be effective therapists or teachers if we have a part of us that is holding on to this. It is true that we sometimes listen to the wrong people. We listen to the wrong people. And that's okay. That's not, a, that's not anyone's fault, right? But it's important that we take responsibility to really zoom out and look at who am I listening to? Is, is my mentor or my coach or my consultant uh, or my partner or my colleague, are they, are they giving me messages that are not helpful? Slash untrue, <laughs> right? I was uh, in the consultation program this past week and we were working with a group was sharing with us how she is in this journey to transition off of insurance. We're working with her to get her intensive program set up for clients. And she had this really beautiful aha moment of, I cannot listen to my office mate anymore. Tell me how hard it's going to be to come off of insurance. This is not a helpful message. This is not a helpful message. And you know what? She's on insurance right? She doesn't want me to come off of insurance because she's afraid of it, right? And this is, this is so important for us to think about that so many people that we listen to give us their fears. They give us their own limitations and they give us a plan that works for them, not for us. <laughs> I'll never forget, I'll never forget when I made one of my second or third YouTube videos in 2020, and it was about um, customizing your EMDR resources, right? And this video has gotten, I think, like over 2,000 views or something. It's it's just, it's a really great idea. Basically, the idea is that, you know, you should essentially customize your client's EMDR resources in phase two and make sure that you have resources that directly counterbalance any negative beliefs set up in targets in phase three, right? So essentially, if somebody comes in and says, I'm not good enough, and that's that's the target negative cognition, that you would make sure you had a resource identified and created, right? Whether it's a figure or a memory or an experience that's that's enhanced, where that person was good enough. And I made this video because it's something I've been doing in my own clinical practice for years. I'll never forget my the person I had I had allowed to con, to consult with me and mentor me. I had many 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 consultants and many mentors and coaches, but one in particular said to me, "I didn't teach you this. This sounds this sounds like Laurel Parnell." And I thought to myself, "I'm choosing to listen to somebody." who is not interested in having a conversation with me about clinical reasoning. And this is really about this person. It's not about my idea and it's not about me. 
And it was in this moment that I realized that this person was no longer someone that I could listen to, right? That, 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 that trust was gone. And I think what's interesting is that we realize, we realize this with mentors. We realize this with our parents, right? We realize this when we outgrow supervisors or we outgrow coaches, when we outgrow friends, right? When we, when we kind of realize that, you know, this person I've, I'm, I've listened to and learned from maybe doesn't have the content that works for me right now, right? And so this idea of who do you think you are and wait your turn and wait your time, I hope that we can understand that these messages are not about you and they were never about you. They were about the person you were listening to. And once we realize this, a whole new space opens up. And if you are somebody who has any desire for other people to listen to you, whether that's your therapy clients, whether that's your consultees, whether that's, you know, some big population because you're doing like a workshop or some kind of passive income, it is even more crucial for you that if you are someone that desires others to listen to you, that you have to be extra, extra intentional about who you're listening to, about who is guiding and teaching you about what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. <laughs> about what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say and the way you're allowed to say it. and the <laughs> Right? I've had so many consultees say to me, well, I can't, I can't teach X, Y, and Z or I can't do this because I don't know everything or I don't sound like a professor. Who decided that we have to sound like a professor? Y'all, I worked at Stanford Medical School forever and all the people that were professors... The ones that were my favorite didn't sound like a typical professor. They sounded like a person that I could actually talk to and that would actually listen to me, right? We sometimes listen to the wrong people. And when we're kids, that's not our fault. It's, it's who's there. But when we're adults, it's time to take some responsibility for that. It's time to take responsibility for really understanding that this question of who do you think you are to do this, you know, this program, or who do you think you are to go off of insurance, or who do you think you are to create a course that someone else has already taught about, or who do you think you are to disrupt the industry of XYZ in the therapy community? For music lovers out there, I have a song that I listen to. It's literally called Who Do We Think We Are? It's by John Legend, who is one of my favorite singers. I listen to him every day. And in this song, he talks about essentially deconstructing this belief. Who do you think you are? And turning it into this beautiful question of like, yeah, we're going to we're going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? We have to do this. 
we have to do this. And it reminds me of this really beautiful Marianne Williamson poem that if y'all don't mind, I'd love to read it to you because maybe you're somebody who wants to do something different. Maybe you're somebody who has something to say. Maybe you're somebody who right now is battling with this idea of who do you think you are? Wait your turn. I want you to open your heart up and and listen to this poem because I have it on my website. It's one of my favorites by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine. We are all born to manifest the glory that is within us. And it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the exact same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oh my gosh, how beautiful is that? Think about it. I don't just come on this podcast to give free content to help people with their clients. I don't just come on this podcast to come on here and encourage y'all. My mission, our mission at Zero Disturbance is to share everything that I know for better or for worse so that therapists can use their voices in the world because we need all of our voices and all of our knowledge and all of our light to be able to really make transformation and make a difference. So thinking about people around you who give you this message still as an adult, who do you think you are? Don't do it this way. You have to do it this way. I want you to remind yourself that maybe those aren't the people you should be listening to when it comes to creative thinking, when it comes to growing your business, when it comes to content creation, when it comes to teaching. My hope for you is that you will surround yourself with people who will allow you to expand, expand beyond what they could ever expand to. And as you think about this invitation And hopefully you're playing my John Legend song, Who Do You Think You Are, right? Or looking up that Marianne Williamson poem. My hope is that every time I have the honor of being in your ear and spending some time with you during your very busy day, my hope is that you will feel in your body that my hope for you is evolution, expansiveness, and to use your voice and to use everything that you have in your unique talent stack, that you will feel comfortable and supported and encouraged to share it with the world in whatever way makes sense for you. 
that is my hope for our relationship together. So with all of that being said, y'all, thanks for spending time with me. Thanks for listening. I'm wishing you health, safety, wellness, joy. And until we are together next time, I am rooting for your success. Take care. 